Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things. Amy here. And I got a little intro for this episode. It's part two of my chat with Camille Austin, but I'm on here now to talk about an update from Camille and her business, MB Goods, which we talked about all last week in part one. The title of that episode is Nobody Really Knows What They're Doing. And Camille was sharing how, you know, she started a business after 15 years in the music industry, helping everybody else's dreams come true, like Kelsey Ballerini, Brett Eldridge, others. And then she stepped away from that career to follow a passion that she had. And and she founded her own company, her own apparel line. And they've got some of the cutest things And even if you're not stepping away to start a business or you're not an entrepreneur, her story is encouraging. Well, we recorded that episode and it was slated to go up last Thursday as it did. And then I believe it was on Saturday, tornadoes came through the Nashville area and a tornado, yeah, hit her warehouse. So they have shut down. I'm going to read something directly from her website and how y'all can still support her and MB Goods if y'all want to. She said, hey friends, unfortunately our warehouse and inventory took a direct hit in the tornado. We will be closed while we assess things. Although our goods are good, they're still just things. We are grateful for our safety and thinking of our neighbors who were not as fortunate. We are down, but not out. Our hope is to return in early 2024. If you'd like to support us by purchasing a gift card, you can do so below. 
And then there's a link for gift cards. And her website is shopnbgoods.com. Now, part one was a very businessy type chat, but also just encouragement. Chase your dreams. And then remember, nobody knows what they're doing. Camille didn't know what she was doing when she decided to, you know, go from country artist manager to apparel designer and entrepreneur. She still doesn't know some days what she's doing, but she figures it out. And that's just encouragement to you, whatever it is that you want to do. If you see someone else doing it, look around and be like, oh, wow, I, I know that this is possible. Not like, oh, they're doing it. I could never do it. No, look at them and be like, wow, they're doing it. Thanks, God, for showing me that this is possible and I can do it too. And the part two of our chat, which was really just supposed to be one episode, but we ended up talking for so long that I divided it up and it naturally kind of fell into two parts. One, a little more businessy and part two, which you're about to hear, a little more personal. She lost her dad to cancer. She feels the presence of her dad. She talks about her dad being on this ride with her from the other side. Just more of a a spiritual side of things, more personal. So I hope you enjoy this talk. And I hope that if you can, you'll check out Shop NB Goods and throw some love Camille's way. If you get a gift card, then early next year, you'll be able to cash it in on some really cool stuff. So good people, good items, NB Goods. All right, here's part two of my chat with Camille. I know you saw the flood as a sign to maybe leave to come to Nashville, but do you believe in signs like from your dad or your dad? Or I don't know your, where your mom, what's your parents' situation? Yeah, so my, my parents were together when my okay. dad passed away. My mom still lives in New Jersey. She still lives in the same house that I was brought home from the hospital to. So like that's, she, awesome. that's the, the house that I've, I was in my entire life. Okay, so do you feel like your dad, because so, sort of, you know, he passed away and then this journey really kicked into gear. Like, do you feel him? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big woo-woo, like, universe person. I think that, truly, I think deep down, like, we're all talking about the same thing, and we just have different words and different terminology for it. For me, I look at it as, like, the universe and and things like that. But I go see a medium, and I look at it less as, like, a— I don't—he actually might have been on the show. Frank Castellano? No, I think the only psychic we've had on is my psychic cousin, oh, Amanda, okay. oh. um, which is, she's a medium as well. But I know multiple people who have seen Frank. Yeah. Yes. So I started, so you go- see Frank. I started going to see Frank a okay. couple years ago. This lady that lived in my building was and like, who knows? Maybe we did. I don't yeah, know. You I guys been know. 10 I years. I get it. I get Wait, it. You've done a lot. There's some shows where yeah. I'm like, I, wow, we <laughs> talked about that? Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, you, I don't know. You might not have. Um, but anyway, so I, I've started going to see Frank a few years ago and it's almost like someone who just knows you as well as you know yourself, but offers you like an outside perspective. That's how I go into it. I don't go into it looking for like, this is what my life is going to be like. He very much tells you like, you still have free will and all those kind of things. And after my dad passed away, I went to see him and I mean, it's hard for me not to get emotional about it, but he was like, my, me and my dad, I've always known this, but we just had this thing. Something would happen and we would both have like the same emotion about it or we would, we always perceived people the same way. We were just always like very much on the same. He wasn't my best friend. Like I told him all my secrets and stuff like that, but it was like, we just had this knowing between us 
Um, that was, you know, and he was like, I would call him f- like for advice or yeah, when things like were going on. Yeah, different types of best friends. Yeah, And to yeah. have a parent, to be able to say that a parent is in that category for you yeah. is really special. My mom eventually got there, but I was, that my dad and I were not there, but I was close to my dad. Yeah. But I mean, I think that the way you've described it, it's a very, yeah, you're, it's just a way to say like, y'all were incredibly close and connected. Totally. And my mom, like, me and my mom get along great, you know, but she, we just have a different personality. It was, like, almost like, and Frank has told me that my dad were, like, kind of from the same, like, souls sphere kind of thing. And, like, it's just kind of an, I don't know, it's it's an indescribable thing. But I have felt my dad so much since he passed away. And the first time I went to Frank, he was like, your dad is, like, on you at all times and i was like yeah i I totally buy that because also he was like very overprotective of me when i was a kid so frank would tell these like stories and i'm like yeah that's totally my dad but the last time i was there he actually said to me he said your dad would not have been able to serve you in his body the way that he is serving you now he's like he's like when i see your dad i see almost like an admiral like he's like the fleet captain He's like, there's no such thing as like ocean and water, but he's like, there's like ships and your dad is like moving things around. He kind of hesitated. He's like, but I've, I've, I don't think I've seen someone this present in someone else's life ever. And, you know, obviously he's like, your mom loves you and Kevin loves you. And he's like, no matter what happens. And like, when you guys go, he's like, it will be none of them that greets you when you die. It will be your father. And I, I find so much peace in that like I still miss my dad and like I I I have those moments where I certainly get emotional about it but I definitely find myself almost being like I kind of freak myself out with how at peace I am about it because I really know and like feel with everything in my body that whatever that means I mean I don't think he's like a ghost or whatever (laughs) but some level of like his energy is traveling with me at all times I you know mentioned my cousin Amanda a minute ago and her mom passed away in March and she's uh, our cousin, but not really our cousin. Our moms were best friends. Okay. Yeah. So I've been, her mom was my aunt Lisa since I was a little kid. Yeah. And so since the eighties. Yeah. So we just always, it's just way easier and that's just who we are. Yeah. My cousin Amanda. I have an aunt like that. Yeah. Not really. So um, my mom was one of the people when aunt Lisa died, that was there to greet her. And it was very strange because the hospice nurse that was brought in, like, I don't know, that was one of her gifts was sensing some of that mm. and didn't know that Amanda was a part of that world. Anyway, I had mentioned, she was like, there's three angels here right now, the hospice nurse. Wow. I was talking about there's three, There's I feel three right now. And one keeps talking about, and this hospice nurse knew nothing. Like hospice nurses, especially sometimes you get a regular one, but sometimes they're just on call. Yep. And this was one that had shown up that had never been there before and happened to be the one that was in the final hours. She was like, and, and one is just keeps talking about joy. <laughs> and my cousin Whoa. was like, that's Aunt Judy. Yeah. <laughs> that's Aunt Judy. Like she's there. She's at the foot of the bed. When Aunt Lisa was crossing over, she kept talking about this huge angel. And Aunt Lisa, she was very into angels. Mm-hmm. And there was this really big angel. And Amanda didn't know much about it. She just kept saying the word enormous. And then Amanda did some research later and figured out like exactly she knew the angel she was talking about. So there was some other connections with that too. But to some people that might sound really odd, I think that I probably am someone that would have thought that sounded kind of weird. Not necessarily the angel part, but sometimes maybe like the spirit guide part. Or And that's how I yeah. see my mom now. I invite her in to be my spirit guide and I want her to show up and give me little 
signs. Like last weekend, there's this project that I just started working on. Right. So a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now. And that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th. So make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories, and they cut out the cost of the middleman, and they pass the savings on to us So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Last weekend, there's this project that I just started working on, and it's kind of related to a penny, but not at all. 
So that sounds weird, but just go with me because I, yeah. I don't really want to say much about it yet, but there's some things going on and I wanted to know, like, am I on the right path? Like, is this where I need to invest my time? Yeah. And I went to get my car washed at like an actual car wash place and I went inside and there's all these knickknacks and candles. I'm like looking around. I'm not even sitting down. I end up like looking at everything. So I decided to go sit down. Well, right after I sit down, they're like, your car's ready. So I'm sitting down for not very long at yeah. all. And I get up and my friend that was with me was like, oh, you were just sitting on a penny and they grabbed it. And I said, was it heads up? Was it heads up? Yeah, it was heads up. Oh my gosh, that's my mom. <laughs> and my friend was like, oh my gosh, it's so true because hours before that, I had read them a poem that my sister had written called Lucky Days, oh. which is about pennies and when we were little if there would be a heads up penny my mom would pick it up and give it to me or my sister and say it's your lucky day my sister's poem is about like uh when my mom was you know similar to your dad she had the cancer then she was in remission and then it came back and then you know you kind of it's this roller coaster yeah and we finally hit the end of the ride to where the doctors are like there's nothing more we can do so my sister was with her at that appointment and they were at MD Anderson in the parking garage and went over to the car and there was a penny in the parking lot and my sister bent down to pick it up and looked at my mom and said, how's this a lucky day? <laughs> but then her poem had, uh, I should read it to you. Yeah, you, let's I, do I, it. You're, you're I, like friends with my sister now. I, well, yeah, I know. Which you, y'all probably, she's a nine on the Enneagram too. So I'm Also, just, just separate from all this, it. it's been such a joy to get to know your family. I didn't even think really about that component of it. Like when we agreed to do the show, when they first called us about the show, I had no idea of the connection. I just thought it was the show. And then as they were explaining it, I was like, oh, I know Amy. They're like, oh, you listen to Bobby Bones? I'm like, no, I literally know her. And so then like getting to know Christy and Ben and like, I don't know. And now like they carry some of the stuff at the shop in Pagosa and like, oh, I don't Root know. House? Yeah. And, yeah, see, that's like... That's connection. Yeah. That's. Um, and I really, I was like so jealous when you guys were on vacation last week. I was like, uh, can I be part of the family? <laughs> well, and so it was when I got back from Hawaii that, which we went because my sister's son, my nephew is doing his freshman year at University of Hawaii. So we thought, well, if he's only going to be there freshman year, let's like make this happen and go. So we all went, kids and all. It was great for the cousins to all experience that. But we were on Waikiki and our parents, when they were still married, took me and my sister to Waikiki. And the hotel we were at was two hotels down from the pink hotel where we stayed with our parents. Yeah. And my sister and I went over there one morning and my sister has this blessings book and, you know, she read a, a blessing while we were there. And like our parents were all over it. Mm -hmm. Like it was great. And I woke up every morning while I was there, went down to the beach by myself and watched the sunrise and took my journal and like felt my parents and kept And that. That's when I started really being like, show me signs. Yeah. I want to know. Like, you have to, you have to ask for You them. have to ask and for them. Yep. So that was that week. And it was on Sunday. We got back from Hawaii on Friday. So it was Sunday that I got the penny. I was sitting on a penny. So, and then earlier that morning, I had read this okay. about the penny. Okay. And again, the something we're doing kind of has to do with the penny. So here you go. Lucky Days by Christy Dozier, my sister. Shiny penny on the sidewalk. Little brown-eyed girl holding mama's hand. She bends right down to pick it up and cups it like gold sifted from the sand. Her eyes look up and her mama looks down and says, it's your lucky day. If these are lucky days, then I want to save them up and cash them in for when things don't go my way and count them all as blessings in my not enoughs. I want to pay good to the bad and hope to the mess. Lucky days. 
Shiny penny on the parking lot. Grown girl open in mama's door. Frail mama bends down to pick it up. Her body too weak for treatment no more. The prayers went up and the memories came down. Girl says, how's this a lucky day? If these are lucky days, then I've been saving up. I want to cash them in today because this is hard stuff. I want to pay good to this bad and hope to this mess. Somehow, lucky days. But sometimes lucky is going home, home to that eternal place where pain's no longer something you own, where you sing of amazing grace. Girls lie by their mama's side. That bright morning she flew away and their eyes tear up and God looks down and says, it's her lucky day. Yes, these are lucky days. If you look close enough, you can catch a glimpse of grace somehow, even in the hard stuff. When that dirt road ahead is not what you planned, get down on your knees and pray for pennies. These are the lucky days. There's good in the bad and joy in the mess. These are the lucky days. That's so awesome. And then I sat on a penny. No. Oh. Heads up. And it was like, okay, thank you, mom. Yeah. I and love that sentiment of like saving them up, you know, because like, I mean, I certainly, we've talked about a lot about the highs, but there's some rough days, you know, like owning a business, just stuff will happen or like I'll get a bad review or something. And I got to like draw back into that reserve of like a great day that happened. Or even like with my dad, my dad did not wear jewelry ever, like to the point where, so my mom didn't want to change her last name when she got married. And so my dad didn't like wearing jewelry. So he didn't want to wear a wedding ring. It wasn't like a creepy thing. Like he just really didn't like wearing jewelry. My parents were married till the day he died. And when we were cleaning out his stuff, I found a necklace and it was a Zodiac symbol. And it was like something my grandmother had given him because my grandmother was obsessed with jewelry. And I never saw him wear it. I never saw it ever. But I took it. I wore it every single day. And every couple of months, there would be like a thing where I'd be like thinking about my dad and then like the necklace would fall off or, or like the clasp would break or like just all this weird stuff. And then, like, three months ago, I got into a car wreck. I got rear-ended by an 18-wheeler. But the one thing that happened is that when I got to the emergency room, they're like, oh, you need to take off your jewelry to do the x-ray. And I realized that the chain had broke, and I had lost the pendant. And it was gone. Like, so I thought maybe it's in the truck. And I, when I got back home, before they towed the truck, I, like, went and looked in it. And I went back to, like, where the accident happened and where I got out of the car, and I couldn't find it. And it just, like, wrecked me. I've never had, like, a material attachment to something like that. But it was this thing that was, like, it was a real lesson. It was just, like, that didn't matter to my dad. You know, that's not my dad. And although it's, like, so horrible and it was, it felt so emotional, after a couple days went by, I was, like, it's okay. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. It's not like I was careless with it, you know, and I had to, like, let go of it. But it was just, like, another one of those moments with him. I've never been in an accident like that. And it was just, like, even if I lost the thing, it was still, like, he was there, you know, because I was, I'm here. I'm alive. You're safe and I, okay. I'm, I'm walking, like, yeah. So, you know, it's they're not always the lucky days that we think they're going to be. Right. Well, and it gives you that perspective, yeah. too. So there is a gift in that. And yeah. having that that perspective or even like, you know, Christy was saying in there, like she wanted to cash them in. But God was saying, well, this is actually what's best for her. Yeah. Like that would be what's best maybe for you selfishly wanting to keep her here. But similar to your dad, it's really painful. Yeah. And you feel guilty like saying like it's better for you to go. Like you that is like go. such a weird 
thing to endure. But I was even sort of opposite of your situation where your doctor was like, there's nothing more you can do. My dad had a doctor that was like almost like overly positive. And it wasn't like he was wrong. He was just very much trying to be like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And to me, to my eyes, it was like, he is dying. Like, and the doctor wouldn't say it. And I'm like, I need you to tell me that he is dying because I can't, I can't tell myself that. And I can't be like making myself want that. And so I personally like away from my dad towards the end, like had to call the doctor and be like, I need you to tell me this. And he basically did. And then I was like, okay, got it. Did, were you with him when he died or how did that look? Cause yeah. we were like, I mentioned my mom or I think I did. Yeah. Hospice. Well, maybe that was my aunt Lisa, but either way we had hospice with my mom too. And that was one of the things she was laying there unconscious for days, but they said she could hear us. So keep talking to her. And then at one point they were like, it's good if you go in there and you say, you can go. Yeah. You can go. Yeah. Mom, please go. Like we're okay. Right. And giving them that permission. What was your experience? Right. So a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now, and that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. 
When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. giving them that permission. What was your experience? My dad was in a facility. It wasn't quite hospice. It was like a nursing home because he was still very much like from the time he, it sort of started being like, okay, I think this was the end. It was only about a month. So he had been in and out of the hospital because it's just like body was shutting down basically. And finally they were like, he can't stay at home, you know? So they put him in this like sort of nursing home facility. And my dad's favorite thing in the world was to eat. And it didn't have to be anything crazy. Like he had like, his hot dog place that he would love and he would get the same hot dog every day for six months and then it would be like a diner and you know obviously he started not being able to eat and so what he would do is like call me in the morning and he hated the food at the place and I would uber eats food from Nashville like I would uber eats food where he was in Jersey and have it delivered to him and usually he'd have like a bite and then he couldn't eat it but it was like that habit that he wanted so the day before he died it was actually kind of the day he called me that morning and I thought it was really early and I thought oh, he probably just wants food. And I had been flying back and forth to see him and he had ne- he had always been like, do your thing. Like, it's fine. You'll get back when you get back. And he called that morning and he said, I need my family. And I was like, OK. Then I started looking at flights and I was like, well, maybe I can come tomorrow. And then I said, you know what? I just need to get on a plane. He's never said anything like this before. So I got on the plane. I got in around like seven or eight o'clock. And then we could tell he was like failing a little bit, but we didn't think it would be so, we thought maybe it'd be like a couple days or something. And so we actually stayed in the room and then around like two, three in the morning, he just started like breathing super heavy. And we called the nurse in and I had had a friend who had been through a similar experience and he had said like basically they put the person on morphine and just wanted to make them comfortable. So we were like, we need you to do that right now. And they didn't have any because it was only for like the, he wasn't a hospice patient yet. So there wasn't enough. And so we were taking him to the hospital to, you know, to just get admitted and get him comfortable. And he died in the ambulance on the way. Oh, wow. So that was it. But much like you, like, I remember going over to the side of his bed and just being like, it's okay. You've met Kevin he's good. He's got me. I've got mom. My dad was so worried about my mom. I'm like, I got mom. Like everything's okay. And I will never forget. This is, it's the craziest thing. When, as my dad was passing, the last time I looked at him, his eyes were almost like gray and he had a ring around his eyes that I, I have the same thing. And it was almost like his eyes had turned totally gray. I never forget the way his eyes looked that like last night. And now when I look at myself in the mirror I see the little ring that I have that's like his it's so much more like pronounced I don't really see when I wear glasses but like today I really I didn't want to wear glasses because I like being able to see it because it reminds me of him but yeah and and Frank subsequently told me he's like yeah they 
he basically had a choice. It was like, you can go to the hospital, you can get hooked up to all this stuff for another 24 hours, or you can just go now. And he was like, I just want to go now. My mom was in the ambulance and I was following the ambulance. And I remember I was right behind it and I could see it. And I remember them seeing them like do the sheet. And I was like, he's gone. Like while we were driving to the hospital. And then as soon as I got out, I was like, he's gone. And they're like, yeah, he's gone. So yeah, I flew home that day. You made it there. I did. That's not everybody's story, obviously, but. Yeah. And I also tell people too, like, I think that's where a lot of my peace comes from. Like as unfortunate as it was that, he, you know, obviously he had a cancer diagnosis and it was very rough. It put me on notice that he was going. I think around six months before I kind of was like, this could be the end. And so we were very intentional with our time with each other. Of course, there's things that I wish I would have asked him, but we spent a lot of time just talking about life and his life. And we talked like this was going to be our last six months, you know, and, and having that so many people have people just ripped away from them, you know, and, and I didn't have to have that experience. I literally got to be there with him right until the very end, knowing what was probably coming. And that in itself is just like, an. Inc I mean, it sounds crazy to talk about someone passing being a gift, but that was like an incredible gift that I'm always really grateful for. Losing my mom was like the first real close relationship. And then years later, lost my dad. But two of the hardest things I've ever experienced. They looked a little bit different, but my dad was in a hospital hooked up to machines and we had to unplug him. Whereas my mom, she was hospice, like she's dying. We're just keeping her comfortable, right? And it was at my sister's house which is interesting because my sister's husband had always wanted to move to Colorado when you think of like a gift. And my sister would always keep things in her back pocket of like, oh, that would be nice to do one day, but I'll just keep it back here in my back pocket because yeah. then we would have to like do all these things. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to go do all of that or like just make the move. And my mom's hospice was set up in my sister and Ben's master bedroom. And so mom wanted to go home. She was at like a hospice house. It's called the Christopher house in Austin. Okay. And we could have done it there, but we remember before my mom went unconscious, she was like, I want to be home. I want to be home. Mm. And her home didn't really make sense. She had a condo. It didn't really make sense for like, we knew the, with my sister having four kids and the rotation of people that were going to be coming through and the part of town, like my sister's house just had a more welcoming vibe and it was going to be better. So we, we decided that would be quote unquote home yeah. and put her in the master bedroom. And I don't think we really thought that through of like that my sister and Ben would have to go back and that's their master bedroom. <laughs> like, it was turned there. into like sort of like a, there was a hospital bed put in, their bed was moved out. Like we really transformed it. And yeah. over the you know week that she was laying there, tons of people in and out, which was a very beautiful experience. Uh, obviously that not everybody gets, but that was the catalyst to after my mom died in the next year where my sister was like, I got to get out of this house. Yeah. We're selling it. Yeah. I got to go. We're going to Colorado. So I feel like my mom sort of played a role in that. Yeah. Because now they're in Colorado living a life they never would have had in Austin. And Austin was great. We all grew up there. That was good for her then. But the life they've been able to build and the life they've given their children in a small mountain town in Colorado, yeah. which their kids, they were pretty mad about moving there at first. <laughs> you know, they're junior high, high, starting high school. Like, they're like, what? We're leaving our friends. We're going to, what? We're going to we come here for like Christmas and vacation and not like we don't want to live in this small town. And now they have their, their coffee shop and then the TV show. And just like, even you and I sitting here right now, it's literally because if you want to think about it, because yeah. my mom decided she wanted to go quote unquote home and we put her in my sister's bedroom and they moved to Colorado and then they got that show and then they decided to do the show and then we got reconnected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. No. You see what I'm saying? Like all that happened, but 
I remember those days at my sister's house thinking it was so painful laying with her and, and being through that. And it was just kept going on and on. Like, we'd be like, okay, maybe she'll die tonight. And I'm like, oh, she's still here. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Another day. And this, so I remember thinking like, I don't know what I would prefer. And it's like similar to you. It's weird to say this out loud. Like why? But yeah. would I rather have just like died instantly? Because then that would be so much easier. But I don't know. Because someone that has experienced someone dying instantly would be like, uh, yeah, right. I wish I would have had right. five days to lay with my mom. Yeah. So no, I, there's, I say yeah. that with full understanding that I know there's tons of scenarios, but it's just interesting what goes through your mind. And there's really no right or wrong way or no. better way. We're never ready. Even if they're 100 years old, you're still going to be sad. You know, you're never ready for that kind of thing. And so, again, yeah, I, I just count myself as grateful for the way it happened. I wish my dad was still here, but I wouldn't have the life that I have, you know, because it also just changed the way I thought about things and what I wanted to do with my life and what I felt was important. And it sounds so silly, but everything happens for a reason. And like, you know, that's not a thing you want to hear at certain times in your life, but I trace where I am at this very moment back to so many little moments. And I truly believe that they all had to happen exactly the way they happened for us to be sitting here talking. It's a, a question we talk about or ask often on the podcast because even with my mom and Joy and, and, and Pimp and Joy and that movement and her decision to, to spread joy during that time, she didn't ignore what the reality was happening and we had hard days. It wasn't like toxic positivity in yeah, a sense yeah. because I don't think you should just be, oh, this is so great. <laughs> spread joy. I have cancer and ignore all that's really happening because you need to process every single emotion that is going on. And of course, I hate that my mom had to go through that, but so much has come from her cancer journey. Yeah. Not only when it comes to make her impact on people, she even, she passed away before she even knew the impact of Pimp and Joy and how many lives it's touched. And then what she went through and how it's changed the trajectory of, of Christy and I and how we live our lives. But that's hard stuff. You don't want yeah. to put that under the list of like, well, everything happens for a reason because it's like, oh, well, what about this? But it's a choice in how you look at it. And Donald Miller was on the podcast and gave a really great, succinct question for stuff like that. It sums it all up. And it's what what does this make possible? It doesn't ignore what's happening, but it, it allows you to look at what is made possible. And, that, and what is such a powerful question, not why. Yeah. What instead of why in any way, in anything is going to serve you better in perspective that's a good one because you'd be like well why is this happening to me yeah okay. all right well this is happening and that's yeah the truth is why is usually pretty like useless in in most scenarios right okay. unless it's something you can learn from and maybe not make that mistake moving forward but once it's done like what is why what good does why yeah do you what will give you ultimately more fulfillment in the end so i love that what yeah what does this make possible I just have so much gratitude for our connection. We're yeah. staying connected. Yeah. So just so you know, we're connected. No, <laughs> we are. We're not losing connection. I feel like when you were in the music business, which was part one, there's two parts to this episode. Part one is more of her business side of things and how she went from music business to being an entrepreneur and has her own apparel line. And I feel like when you were in the music business and you come on the Bobby Bone Show, we would always text about... Maybe going to Burger Up. Yep. But we never went. We never went. So can I propose that we go to Burger Up? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. It's a date. We're going. We're going. We have to. Because we're connected. We that's we would it was like a, almost like a joke. We yeah, would it's always like, be okay, like, yeah, so when we gonna go to Burger Up. Like, yeah. And I'm so <laughs> sad that we didn't I mean, obviously life is I mean, so you were day to day at the time. It's creator it's it's yeah. it can be a lot. I now knowing what I know and what I've enjoyed about our connection now is I'm like, dang, I really missed out. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do. We're back. We're, we're back. We're going to burger up and we're gonna get truffle fries. What's your burger up order? Ooh, they had that quinoa black bean burger. Mm-hmm. But I like it just over that kale salad that they do. I'm usually not like, I'm usually like, give me the burger. But their little veggie burger thing over their kale salad, like, Okay, which one are we going to? 12 South? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot there's so many now. Yeah, it was 12 South. That's the OG. Yeah, OG, 12 South, Amy Camille, maybe others. We'll see. T- yeah, maybe uh, you'll see us there. You know? uh, TVD, <laughs> maybe we invite other people in on our, our special date, but it is happening because I am incredibly grateful for just this talk, but then also you being back in my life ever since Ben and Christy had you on um, their HGTV show, Building Roots. Okay, thank you, Camille. And y'all can find Camille online. Again, listen to part one if you haven't. That was last Thursday, but you can find Camille online. She runs the Instagram for her business. It's at shop. NB goods and then the website shop NB goods to see all of her goods because let me tell you her goods are good <laughs> bye all summer the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices but what if there was another way With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.